Hey guys, this is your host, Kathy Belletti, and welcome to another episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop. We're taking a deep dive into how career schools have been able to inspire, support, and place their students over the years into the careers that they deserve. As a bonus, get out that pen and paper. You're getting some free admissions tips on how to get immediate results. Hey guys, here we go. Another amazing episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. So as we continue to celebrate our graduates, I want to introduce you to another awesome, amazing young lady who is actually a graduate of American Institute. Welcome, LaBarbara. Hello, thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. Thanks for asking. So, LaBarbara, first of all, I want to say congratulations, okay? Because for some people, starting something is what's easy. But for a lot of people, completing what you started is the hardest, okay? So, yeah. So, first off, I want you to talk about your journey. Like, what drove you to go back to school? And how did you find out about American Institute? Okay, so funny thing about me and this journey of American Institute is I had lost my job as a assistant manager at Jersey Mike's. My prior background here is culinary school, so I've always been in culinary. So I lost my job around 2018, and I was like really depressed. I didn't know what I was gonna do, and then the thought had popped in my head. There's a lady special to me. She's like an aunt to me, and she's been a dental assistant for over like 20 years now. And every time she would talk about her job and what she did every day, she would just be so happy. And she raised the daughter. So in my head, I was like, okay, she's made a career out of this for 19 years, and she can survive. Like, maybe this is something that I can do. So I immediately started Googling dental assistant schools. And American Institute was the first one that popped up. I started reading the reviews. Everything seemed to be like a four or five star. So I was I was initially impressed. Mm-hmm. So I filled out the inquiry. Like, what do you want to do when you see yourself going to school or whatever? So I did all of that. And immediately, probably like 20 minutes later, little did I know it was Miss Asia. But <laughs> she called me. And she's going through everything. And I'm like, wow, she's really nice. And she's like, well, you need to come check the school out. But immediately in my head, I thought, okay, I just lost my job. All this sounds good. I don't have any transportation and I don't have any finances. So I immediately kind of brushed it off. I was like, okay, this is moving way too fast. So I was like, okay, I'll think about it. Probably two months later went by, my best friend actually hit me up. And she was like, this lady called me from the school and she's willing to come pick us up and come do a tour. Little did I know, it was Miss Asia. Stop. So it was just very, <laughs> no, this is all true. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. it's like, it was just signs here and there. So finally, I was like, I asked my best friend, I was like, so she said she's going to come pick us up, take us to the school. I didn't want to believe it. So she mm-hmm. said, yeah. So I went. Miss Asia, she literally picked us up. She took us to the school. We did a tour. And I think I had ended up, I did it that day. I just did it. 
I signed up for dental assistant school, and that's how I got to start my journey at American Institute. Oh my gosh, that just gave me chills. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, really like we still talk it. about this to this day. Like, oh my gosh, that is mm-hmm. crazy. Well, well, let me ask. So you. It's like the first time I turned it down, you know, because uh-huh. I felt like I couldn't do it, and then it's like God used my best friend to bring Mesa Asia back into my life again. And that's how it happened. And I actually finished school, my best friend and I. Wow. Okay. All right. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> so basically <laughs> you had the first initial connection with IAJA because of fear, which mm-hmm. I understand that's what a lot of our students, you know, suffer from because they have all these faults, you know, perceptions in their mind. But you gave it a couple months. Mm-hmm. Your best friend actually ended up connecting with IAJA. And through her, yes. you ended up applying for American Institute. And then your friend is the one mm-hmm. who finished. Holy Yeah, God. I did. Wow. That is yeah. amazing. So, so let me so ask it was like It was like I was meant to be there. Like God yeah. really put me there. Let me tell you something. He works in mysterious ways, right? Yes, he does. I always say that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when did you choose a career school um, over a four-year university, or did you go to a four-year before? I did go to a four-year before, right out of high school, and I feel like I wasn't ready. For one, that was my biggest mistake. I wasn't ready. Mm. Secondly, my life has not always been, you know, the easiest, so I ended up dropping out of a four-year school to get a job wow. because I couldn't, like, just do like have a, I couldn't have an apartment. I was trying to get a car. I couldn't even afford a phone bill. You know what I'm saying? So I had to drop. I actually dropped out to get a job. So I did that for like two years, and then I went to culinary school, which is another career school. Mm-hmm. I did that and have been working as culinary for a very long time. So I've always chose career schools because, first of all, it's shorter time. I'm not sitting there for four years. I'm not going into a whole bunch of debt, second of all. Those are my main two reasons. And you get more one-on-one. In a four-year, it's you're in a huge class with hundreds of students. Career school, you get that one-on-one. It's small classes. I'm not a large crowd type of person. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny you said you work for a culinary school. Um, my experience working for a culinary school, I know you were a student, but my experience mm-hmm. working for a culinary school, I can say it was one of the best experiences ever because I got to eat all day long. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yes, there was always yes, some type of t- um, taste <laughs> testing that was going on. And trust me, admissions was there up front. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I definitely love that. I, I know that there were always some challenges, you know, that you had to overcome. But specifically, mm-hmm. you know, in order to get to graduation, there's so many barriers sometimes that can come in the way. And a lot of people, they drop out and they're like, you know what? Life is getting too hard for me. I'm out of here. I'll revisit this at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. What challenges? I, you- and actually, I was home. Oh, yeah. You're about to say the challenges. Mm-hmm. I was, first of all, I was actually homeless going to American Institute. Wow. That's what a lot of people didn't know when I was there. I kept it a secret. Miss Asia knew, but I don't think I told her mm-hmm. at the very beginning. I was actually staying, the lady I referenced in the beginning that I called my aunt, I was actually sleeping on her couch when I first started going to school. 
then she moved and I ended up going into the shelter and I did it. Like I walked to a bus to Rutgers first that took me to New Brunswick up to another bus and then to American Institute. And I did this and I was working part-time. Wow. So that was one of my biggest challenges, the uh, homeless, no transportation, but I made it work. You I mean, I had a couple of friends and I'm sorry. No, I said you definitely did. Yeah, I did. And I was getting most, mostly A's and B's, mostly A's. Because wow. <laughs> I also was an honor student. So. Man, let me tell you, I, so many students need to hear your story. Because sometimes you may have one little tiny thing that happens and they're like, yeah, um, I'll revisit this never, <laughs> right? But with everything that Yeah, I, I, they, <laughs> the same people that started in my class, mm -hmm. some of them were not there at the end. That is you know? And I, I used to sit back and think that like, like, wow, like they have no idea what I'm going through and they just, the littlest thing, it's like, oh my God, I can't do this. And there were days I didn't want to do it, but I just knew there would be a greater outcome. I'm definitely in a better space than what I was in 2019. And I'm grateful for it because I did stick it out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're working as a dental assistant now for the past couple of years, right? Yes. Ever right. since. Ever since you graduated? Mm hmm That is awesome. Do you feel as if you actually yeah. received the support that you needed from American Institute? Uh, absolutely. Because like I said, there were several times where I was feeling so down because of my situation. Like, it was hard mentally on me. Like, you know, seeing the other students be able to drive to school and I'm taking like two different buses and sometimes a lift to get where I need to go. Yeah. And so it was hard mentally on me sometimes. And I would go to Miss Aiza and I would just like go in her office and be like, can I talk? And I just feel like I would just bust out crying. <laughs> And she would just be there for me and really be like, LaBarbera, I know it's hard, but you're going to make it. You're going to get through this. You're going to do this. There was even a point in time where because of my homeless situation that I had missed court for some things. And I had received this court document in the mail. And it's like, oh, my God, like, you have a warrant for, I think it's for like $1,200 or something. The first person I went to was Miss Asia, and I just started bawling crying. Because it was near me being done, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I didn't want this to interfere with that. And she wrote me a letter of recommendation, and I believe Mr. Moore did as well, mm -hmm. just so we could get that clear. So they definitely were my support system. Even with the housing situation, they were trying to help me with that. Like, so definitely, yes, they have a great support. They are a support system, in my opinion. Wow. That, and it wasn't just me. There were other students I know that were going through things and they would, you know, help them. But I do know for me, they showed me a lot of love and did help me. Your story is so inspirational. <laughs> it definitely is. I, and I know exactly why Miss Aisha told you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's definitely really inspirational. But you know what? Perseverance and a lot of faith is uh, what got you through the situation as well. Sometimes you need mm -hmm. a good cry, you know, in order to get yeah. past some of those barriers. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was graduate speaker and even speaking at graduation was very emotional for me because that was the first time I had said I was homeless 
Mm-hmm. Like, even the people, the girls who were in school with me, who were in the front row looking at me say the speech, I looked directly at them when I said that, mm-hmm. just to see the reaction because none of them ever knew that. You know, I'm getting a little teary out now. <laughs> but um, that was meaningful to me. I even gave a shout out to Miss Aisha, even the the head administrator, even Miss Amora, because of the support that they gave me throughout that whole time. And knowing that the day I actually graduated as graduate speaker is my mom's birthday. And, you know, she's passed wow. on. So that day was very, very emotional for me. Um, so that that was actually my favorite memory that I was going to say when you asked what my favorite memory was. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. I am so proud of you, LaBarbara. <laughs> I have been you. in this industry for over 16 years and I have seen so many students start the process and they don't finish, mm-hmm. but they really need it. But then I've also seen students like you who I had a homeless mm-hmm. student um, about 15 years ago who came in every single day with his clothes in two plastic bags because he was sleeping mm-hmm. in a shelter. And this kid mm-hmm. that came in every day and I watched him persevere and do what he needed to do to graduate because he had no choice. He had to change his situation. I had no choice. And I feel like that's the drive and difference between me and a lot of other people is the fact yep. that a lot of people, they drop out because they have a choice. Yep. I didn't have a choice. And that was me. I was carrying a book bag with my school books in and my laptop and my work clothes so I could change because I would go straight from class to work and then back to the shelter. Yeah. So I definitely, you know, I can relate to that. Wow, you are amazing. Where do you actually see the future of career education? I mean, I see myself being in this for a long time. Um, maybe not always a dental system because it's opened my eyes to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. I have a passion now to think about maybe going to hygiene school, but you know, yet again, for me, it's the whole financial situation. I have to have the proper time to do it, you know, so, but I did dental assisting, so I never say I can't do something mm-hmm. because I can. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I've thought about possibly also being a doctor. I love being a dental assistant, but I also love dentistry. I think that's what makes me enjoy it. It's very fun. It's very cool. You see a lot of things that you just normally wouldn't see and you know that intrigues me and I've even had a couple doctors I've worked with I've asked them that before I was like you think I can be a doctor and they always look at me they'd be like yeah <laughs> I was like I don't see the reason why like even now I have patients who come in and I'll take an x-ray being a dentist and I'll see something but I go to the doctor and I'll be like I think this is a root canal extraction and he'll go in the room and he'll be like yes you're right <laughs> so <laughs> You know, I actually just love what I do. Let me tell you, the first thing that you said was passion, and that's where it all begins, right? You have to have a passion for mm-hmm. something. A passion for what you do. Exactly. And LaBarbara, you did it the first time. So you're definitely going to be mm-hmm. able to do it again. Anything you set your mind to, you want to be a doctor? All right, start the process. Go after it because you have proven to the world that nothing is going to stop you from your goals. So I'm going to see you, Dr. LaBarbara, at some point in time. (laughs) Either either that or, you know, I was also telling you about my cheesecake business that I started and I actually started that last year. Um, You know, that has taken off. Look at you. 
and I'm I, I've kept my mind on this for a long time, you know. So this is also something I'm going out there, and I know that I, I can achieve it, achieve it because I've achieved far less things. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, um, LaBarbara, do you have any final thoughts or advice for our listeners? Probably some of my final thoughts is just that, especially for younger people or people who have been in the system like me and who are adopted and don't have the same resources as everybody, is that if you think you can't, you can. Mm-hmm. And just always have a have that go after mindset. Like you may think at your worst that you can't do something or achieve a goal, but sometimes I feel in that time, it's the best time to try to achieve a goal or set a higher goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and then you always have to remember when you feel uncomfortable, it means it's time for a shift or a change. Yep. So, and God has definitely put me in some very uncomfortable situations. And throughout it, I've changed, I've flourished, I've accomplished things. So no doubt in my mind that being uncomfortable isn't always a bad thing. Yep. I always tell people that you grow through your discomfort, you know, you got to try to do something uncomfortable every single day because that's where the growth comes from. So LaBarbara, you have definitely been an inspiration to me. I know for a fact that you're going to be an inspiration to hundreds of people who are going to hear you. I'm so proud of everything that you have accomplished. And I know you're not finished yet because now you need to start that journey to becoming that doctor <laughs> that you dreamed of, yeah. right? And I know for a fact that you're going to make it. <laughs> I know you're going to make it. Yes. Oh, man. Congratulations. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, La Barbara. I look forward to hearing you. You are absolutely yes. welcome. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right, LaBarbara, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Welcome. Motivate with KAT is a cutting-edge online enrollment training platform. Admissions can be challenging. Your team's role is to inspire students to invest thousands of dollars into something intangible, their education. Identifying the need and effective communication is going to be key to your team's success. This platform is filled with live videos, presentations, quizzes, and printable tools needed to hold your team accountable for their activity, connect with students on another level, and ensure quality enrollments who will actually follow through and graduate. If you are looking for raw material that will get you immediate results, then visit my website at lessons.motivatewithkat.com to learn more. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ed Up Career School's The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. If you love what you hear, do not forget to like and share. Feel free to follow me on LinkedIn, or you can visit my website at lessons.motivatewithkat.com to learn more about how I help career schools grow. Head on over to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content Leave us a rating, but do not forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until then, live life 100% you.